This is the Comedy Cellar Show on Sirius XM 99. And the voice you hear is that of Dan Natter, but not Noam Dorman, which can only mean one thing. Noam is uh, busy doing something else. Uh, in this case, uh, I believe he is in Moscow, Russia, performing with his band, which is his real love. Not this radio show, that I hate to true. say it. Uh, his, his true love, his, his true passion is music, and this yep. thing is something he does, uh, time permitting. But, uh, but no worries. We are here with, uh, I am here with uh, Kristen Montella. Hello. And uh, we're expecting Pete Lee. Kyle Dunnigan was supposed to be here, but I just got a text and he said he totally forgot all about it. Uh, so he won't be here, but uh, Pete Lee is coming. And, and he's uh, not feeling well, so we're not He's not gonna... feeling well. We don't want him. If it's because you said you just had the flu. Yeah, and it was terrible. Um, that's why you weren't here last week. That is correct. And um, I still feel, I really was traumatized by it. I still don't feel fully recovered. Mentally. I'm Mentally, but physically recovered. you're recovered. Physically I'm good. Mentally. I mean, you're not contagious. No, do not worry. I know you have a... Well, yeah, I, I am worried because terrified. you mentioned that one of your symptoms was nausea and vomiting. Well, those mm -hmm. are two symptoms, but... And as you know, that's something I don't abide. I, I am well aware. I can handle damn near anything but that. <laughs> because, you know, almost anything else can be dealt with. If, you know, pretty much anything else, you take a tranquilizer, you go to sleep, you feel nausea, you, there's no way around it. I mean, there are some pills that can handle that, 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 that but their, their effectiveness is, is not tremendous. By the way, I saw something on an unrelated note I've never seen. I've lived in Manhattan for over 20 years, and in that whole time I've been taking the bus. I saw something I never saw before. I saw a bus driver stop the bus and leave to go to the bathroom. In the middle of a route? In the middle of a route. Have he you must, ever seen he that? He must have had the flu that I had. Yeah, I'm from New Jersey. Hi, this is Lou, the producer. Lou, the producer. I'm a big bus lover, and I see it all the time. Well, in Jersey, they do that, but we're running a professional bus operation here in New York. <laughs> Anything goes in New Jersey, they take whatever route they want. I'm actually more impressed that he was able to find a bathroom that he could run he, into I think on he, such short notice. Well, he stopped right, at, right in front of my, my building... Because I was getting off anyway, and he ran into the pizzeria. And so I guess he just knows that that pizzeria is, is a place he can go. I think he must know that. And maybe he's done it before. I guess he's done it before. I don't know if he left the keys in the bus or not. I could swear the bus was still running when he walked out. Oh, that could have been your moment, Dan. Could have my moment to fulfill my <laughs> lifelong dream of stealing a bus. <laughs> Keith Robinson just walked in, and one, one doesn't, never knows whether oh, he's going to... Oh, I haven't seen Keithy. He's wearing his Christmas special shirt. Let me get, let me join this. Stop looking at me like that, Dan. <laughs> I'm lo looking at you like what? You're questioning why I'm sitting here. I'm sitting where I want to sit. I'm sick of Dan taking over this podcast. Well, I Noam is not here. He's in Moscow, so somebody had to step up to the plate. Good. Keith is happy when Noam's not here. Noam's it's a bad be energy. Here. He's got a very bad. Noam is a conservative that could. <laughs> Like the little train. Yeah. <laughs> he, he wants to be a conservative, but I don't believe him. Yeah. He's, he's going to end up on the left. He has brown kids. <laughs> well, I think he just might stay on the right. <laughs> no, no, no. Not with those brown he's kids. He's trying to force the, force the Jew on, on his kids now. That's what they talked about <laughs> last week. <laughs> he's trying to force it's them to no light way. Hanukkah candles. It's not. It's not cool. Yeah. You know, the kid's going to go with what's cool. That hip-hop is cool. Uh-huh. Christmas is cool. Yeah, Christmas is, is good. He knows it. Yeah. They're going to be hearing Temptation songs, Silent Night. Huh? I agree with you. You, you know where it's going at. I, Ain't nobody I, going to the cornball stuff. 
I agree with you. That still doesn't mean he's going to the left. He <laughs> is going to the left. Trust me. He's going to have to go because he got kids. It's brown. Brown kids mean you go to the left sooner or later. Well, tell that to Dr. Ben Carson. Dr. Ben Carson don't know what. He's nuts. <laughs> he thinks he's on the right because he's a special doctor that he did. A, he did two twins. Got rid of some. Then he uh, separated. Yeah, separated them. Yeah. Yeah. So he thinks he's like, oh, I did this. I'm better than. He thinks he's better than black. I'm better yeah. than the regular black guys. I'm a, I'm a doctor. Hey, doctor. Pete Lee just walked in. Hi. Yeah. Oh, you're ma- you and Keith are matching. Look at your shirts. Wow. Yeah. Uh, really in the Lee. Christmas like spirit. Both I'm wearing out. black and white checkered shirts. <laughs> damn red, right. black and red. Hello, Peter. Hey, guys. How are you? Welcome to our, is. I think you're making the debut here at the Comedy Cellar Show, if yeah, I'm not I mistaken. Yeah. And I specifically asked for you. Really? Yes. Oh, that so makes so me- you're playing a part of people who, you booked this thing now. <laughs> Hey, I, I, no I, we book it as a, as a in concert. Oh, for the love of God! You think you? It was a Fleetwood Mac. Or Howard uh, Stern now. Mm-hmm. When when Dan calls, you got to go. That's right. You, this, re- you respond to the call, Keith. The, yeah. When it this, comes from Dan. This show could change your career. It does nothing for you. No, I certainly don't advertise it that way. I say, are you going to be here anyway? Do you want free food? Have a seat. You how like I, hummus? How do I turn down my headphones? Are they too high? Yeah, I'm not a technical guy, just, but I think you take this no, knob here. You know what? It's the uh, one that's feet. Wait a minute. Hold on. Don't let him come in here and start oh, making wait, orders. And was, just take the loudness. It's number four? And oh enjoy it. Enjoy the loudness. Welcome, the Pete Lee, my old friend. By the way, Pete Lee, you wouldn't know it, Keith. We were just talking about uh, blackness. Oh, and Pete Lee. Although when you look at him, what do you, what do you think he is? Uh, I, he's a white boy, a hundred percent. But does he looks like there's slight baby Italian, right? Or uh, no? You say a straight white boy? <laughs> I see complete white in his eyes. Well, I hear, uh, <laughs> well, are you sitting down? What? Pete Lee has a black French woman as one of my four greats, great, 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 great grandmother. Nah, that don't count. <laughs> <laughs> Dan said it's the one drop rule. Well, it doesn't. I have a white great 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 well, great uh, grandmother. Who doesn't? Come on, enough. Yeah, I'm but black. I, but yeah, my mom's gotten really into that ancestry.com. And so and this was a, the, a French black what like from Haiti, from like uh, uh, Hispaniola. No, or something? from from France. What are you talking? Uh, there were no black people in France in those days. Yeah, there were. There yes. were black people everywhere. But like we're I, all over there. They're everywhere. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like it. They were, I don't know what I'm talking about, but they were there because she was there. And she what do you was, mean by they? <laughs> but he is they. Well, the, the one drop rule in slave times, you would, have, you would not have uh, been qualified as a white man. Yeah, that's true. Well, you've been that's on what, the field, that's, what, now, you've been, you've been, now, No, you've been in the house. You've been in the house. I would have been, house, yeah. 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 Well, he been or he would have escaped Negroes. and he would have just said that he was a white man and, and would have been believed. Yeah. And lived like that, but um, I mean, I'm mostly American Indian too. That's oh, where geez. I get my dark really? features. So you're so. just waiting to get some things happening to you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like the the Jewish people come up to me on the street with the clipboards, and they're like, they're like, "Are you Jewish?" And I'm like, "No, worse. Are, are you? <laughs> like, this is uh, way worse. No worse. Jesus. Are you? Are you a like casino worthy Indian? Um, I'm an eighth at least. Um, Could you so- get? In on that casino money, I could get in on the casino money technically. How much? Um, what percentage you think? Keith is talking business opportunity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it depends. It depends what tribe. As I think, not every tribe is has uh, casinos. Obviously, it's not an innocent question when Keith is just rubbing his hands together, like thinking about yeah, he, money. I don't know. I mean, right now I'm getting paid like really shitty money to play casinos. So. <laughs> Pete, uh, you're brand new at the cellar. Yeah. Uh, just, how long have you been working here? 
Like two months. Uh, if you count my audition. Well, what the hell took you so long? Because you've been on the scene a good while. I was scared. I was like, I don't know. I'm probably not supposed to admit that, but I was scared to audition here. Everybody told me that it's scary. And then I came here. Uh, who told you that was scary? People who don't work here no longer? Yeah, people that failed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> scary. Ugh. If you yeah. say it's scary, you don't even belong here. Enough. Just get on stage, perform like you've been performing. Yeah. And that's that. Yeah, it was like, it was the exact opposite of the experience that every, like, I came down here, Esty was so nice to me, mm -hmm. uh, I went downstairs, I killed, she was really well, nice Esty's to me. Esty's trying to make it into heaven now. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's really funny. Keith, you never had, even starting out, you never had a moment of, like, you every time you thought you were going to just I'm the drop wolf the of mic. Wall Street. Yeah. I'm the wolf of Wall Street. Never. So I, I go at it. Absolutely not. You can't be that way. I go at it. I, I fail, of course, but I go at it like, you know, go hard or go home. Yeah. You know, and, and that was it. If I didn't go hard, then it's like, ugh. This is what you need. You need Keith to be your hype man before I you lost, need, yeah. like, a... I lost track of Pete Lee because we did Last Comic Sandy together, what, 2008? 2008. Something, something like that. Yeah. I think we, you and I both were eliminated in Vegas, I believe. Yeah, we took that long flight home together. We were sitting right next <laughs> to correct. each other. I was in the middle seat, and you were at. I in the don't window. remember the seat. I do. Pete has, uh, if you're in the middle seat, you remember Pete remembers that shit. the oddest details. I do because, um, and I don't know if I should say this or not, but whatever. Um, so like, you remember we, the row? We lost. You and I both lost to Esther Koo, who is a fine comic and a fine person. But at that point, she had been doing comedy like two years. And they pretty much picked her because she was a hot Asian girl that wore short, short skirts. And like, Damn it. Why do we want to hear the loser's tale? Because Dan <laughs> was... Uh, here's so how we lost. i never forget I it. want to the hear stinks. more about the seating on the plane, which yeah. she seems to remember that's, in detail. That's, but that's everything. the thing, was that she was... Was it a 737-8? Yeah, it was something like that. But she was seated like three rows ahead of us in the plane. And, and she Dan, should have been. She and, was the winner. And, yeah, and Dan was like... <laughs> you Dan two was losers like, belong behind her. <laughs> Yeah, he was like, "Damn it, right? She even has, is three rows ahead of us." And like, you were you were incensed by the whole thing, and like, and just her being ahead of us, and you being able to see her like happy head bobbing back and forth that while she laughed. That winner, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that sounds. I don't remember those details. That I, sounds like a Dan Natterman. But that Natterman. sounds like Dan Natterman. Yeah. Yeah. You just <laughs> here's here's why I remember. If you had said I was saying, you know what? God closes one door and opens up another. I would say you were lying. <laughs> Because that's not what I do. You're but but you're saying that I was furious and ranting. I'll say you probably remembered correctly. Okay, uh, I remember. Whether or not you were in the middle yeah. seat, I don't know. I just remember it all because you mean a lot to me, Dan. Oh, thank you. Well, you're a sweet boy. <laughs> well, this story is very interesting. <laughs> Jesus, this story stinks. Yeah. Uh, remember last comic standing eight years ago? No. <laughs> well, you know, it's relevant to today because that's how I met Pete Lee. Then I lost him for about eight years. Yeah, I mean, I've been working around town. I don't know what the at, hell he's been doing. I've been at other clubs and stuff, but I just, I don't know. I've been I, to a lot of colleges, I know that. A lot of colleges, yeah. I never got into that racket. They don't. I, even when I was in college, I couldn't relate to them people. I mean, as a college student, you know? I don't know if you know that about me. I, I had no friends. You had no friends. <laughs> do we know that about you? Well, in <laughs> Absolutely, Dan. In we college, know you. So. <laughs> but, I mean, you have two yeah. friends out of college. <laughs> now. Yeah, I'm, right I'm, now, as we speak. Well, maybe I have three or four. Well, how many do you really need? No, Are you New York based now? I, yeah, I've, been, I've lived in New York for 10 years. and um, mm -hmm. But yeah, like, let me ask you guys that about friends in comedy because, like, a lot, I've been talking to comics about that. And, like, a lot of comics just, like, see their friends at night when they're out at the clubs. Like, do you guys make plans with other comics during the day? Or, like, yes. You do? Absolutely. Oh, God. I. My therapist is like, you're, you're too much of a lone wolf. Like, you need to actually make plans with people. You seem like a sweet man. 
I guess I am. Um, yeah. Dan wants a brunch date. I that's don't know. A, Maybe we could hang out there. together. Where do you live? Uh, I live in Sunnyside, Queens. No, too oh, far. It's too, too far, far for a date. Well, what if I came to you? Oh, that's fine. If you're willing to come to me. Jesus Christ. Look, here's the thing. Just get out we, and meet you. Comedy, make some plans. Make plans with Dan now to meet him here somewhere for a little brunch. Yeah. Go yeah. boxing. Uh, that's a big, yeah. that's big Keith, in the comedy. Keith enjoys. In the, in the nice Keith has like a community. movie night once a week with I some of the I go to the movies. I do a lot yeah. of stuff. All right. I don't join Keith, circles. Keith I make has, them. Keith has a full life. He has a full life outside of comedy. Yes. He forms circles. I form circles. You, I never join them. But, uh, Pete, do you mind if we delve just a, just a, a bit into some of the things that have happened to you in the past? It's been a rough year for you. It's been a crazy year, uh, yeah. And I don't know if you want to go go there. No, I go there. Yeah, we can, we well, can talk about... Well, Pete was a happily married man. Yeah. Uh, I mean, one of the few people, in fact, that actually promoted marriage is a good thing. Yeah. Well, most of the people that you'll talk to was once happily married. Yeah. And then it all ends and goes, you know, to where Pete is. It's like the soldiers say in war, like, everything's well, okay was, until yeah. nothing's okay. Right. And then, yeah, I mean, I can't, I actually signed an agreement saying that I wouldn't say exactly, like, what she did or whatever, but you can guess. Um, we but, know what you did, but yeah. you, you got to sign some shit. What yeah. do you think? I met, <laughs> do you yeah. think? But so, yeah, so I, it, it ended and it, it sucked. And I was like, I was like devastated because like she was, she was like my whole world. You were in love. I, I was so in love with her. And then everything kind of crashed down. And then I, we went through couples therapy forever. And then Once I, you do couples therapy, it's over. Yeah. You should know that. That's I, the trail to nowhere. Yeah. Yes, I should. Couple therapy, therapy means good night. I should have never spent that money. Yes. Well, yeah, couple therapy, I think, is like experimental chemo. It's you know, it might work, but it never works. You know, it's uh, it's it's. Uh, I would like to get the statistics on that. It's yeah. very it's very rare because it's almost like all right, we just give each other some time. It's almost like that. We're gonna give each other time. But that never works. I think couples it depends. Therapy. It might depend on the reason you go to couples therapy. If you go to couples therapy because like. You're having issues like communicating or like something like that. Nobody ever does that. But if you're going because like one person <laughs> cheated or one person, I mean, that that's an issue you have to like couples therapy is, you know, you're either going to get over it or you're not. Couples therapy is a big step. You know, once you go to couples therapy, it's almost like, oh boy, that's almost the time before you, you're about to break up, but you need yeah. a couple of more things to make sure, you know, and then it's over with. Somebody already made up their mind anyway. Yeah, I mean... That is true, well, yeah. I just was like... I, I was like, I'm a good guy. Good guys don't leave their wives no matter what. You know, like, I, I just had this weird... Yeah, you, you do. Your good guy attitude bugs me, to be honest. So was your you. decision... It bugs me. Imagine <laughs> living in this. It bugs me. <laughs> uh, he probably, next to Ryan Hamilton, or at least... Or maybe even equal to Ryan Hamilton, is the nicest guy in comedy. Yeah. Pete we get no, together... but it's like this. is When you're with your woman, you can't have that baby face energy. Like Babyface, the singer, he has all those yeah. love songs floating in his dumb head. Yeah. And it makes his wife go, I don't know, he goes, do something else. Yeah. <laughs> you have an ideal of what marriage should be like, and they look at you and go, yuck. And that's what I think happened to people. And by they, he means Keith. <laughs> so it was, it was, <laughs> looking at you and going, yuck. I feel good that Keith doesn't want to date me, though. It was like, your decision ultimately. I do, I do want to date you for to toughen you up a little bit. <laughs> I want to toughen Pete up a little bit. It was your decision, Pete? <laughs> Pete, it was your decision it then was, to, at the end to break it up. Yeah, and then just getting out of it, it cost me, like, because she didn't want to sign and she didn't want to, like, so it cost me, like, tens of thousands of dollars and I had to pay her rent for a year oh, and, like, God. 
But I got out of it, and finally, yeah, and then it drug out through the court system until September. And but how, I, how like, it, like, you don't have kids, and there's not millions of dollars at stake. Yeah. So, so why so much legal shit? Um, it's just, I mean, if basically the other person, if they don't want to sign, they can hold you hostage in a way. And so they, you got to strike a deal, and we struck a deal, and it just was... If they don't want to sign the divorce papers. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, so, because I was like, I want this done now. Like, because like, once all that stuff happens, like, you just want the fuck out of there like yeah. you you want out but like she was like all right you want out i need some money and so hey, i why don't you go all right i don't want out that bad yeah, that's what it is she got you you know that's the thing you're too nice you're nice enough to give her out i'm like nah we're good we'll be roommates yeah and i'll just go do what i'm gonna do yeah exactly you'd be bringing chicks home yeah. absolutely <laughs> bingo nice guy Yes, he would. But then once you do that and bring chicks home and you're married, then she could probably get you on something, infidelity shit, and and take more. She was probably fumbling. Now, if she was already fumbling, then uh, we don't know the details because he signed that uh, agreement. Yeah, but listen to me. Nice guy, girl, that go ahead and do it. See what she did? All right, if you want out, pay me. Of course she was fumbling on him. Yeah, she. I mean, she also works at a law firm, so she had better people advising her than <laughs> she had better agents. Better than us. Yeah, he had well, like uh, comedians drinking, telling him what to do. Better than Big J Ogerson. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> he had Keith telling him to bring chicks to the house. Bring some <laughs> chicks to the house. That'll teach her a lesson. But all's well that ends well because now you're. In, in, in a relationship yeah. with a very nice, lovely young lady. Yeah, my new girlfriend is Emily Tarver, and she's, uh, she's like, awesome. She's you hear that? What? Here's one of his basic problems. I'm going to tell you what happened. Uh-huh. Right now, he, he had to name her name. Uh-huh. That means something. Y'all don't even understand what that means. Well, she's... Stop it. She's, like, famous. She's I, in the business I, and right, stuff. But we don't care. Okay, but... <laughs> I don't know. For people listening that might be a fan of hers, they well, go, "Okay, you guys are together." And well, who I don't know her, you know, but her, who is she? Her her name's Emily Tarver. She's uh, she's on the TV show Donnie. Uh, she's on stand-ups with Kurt. She plays Karen. Uh, she's also in Orange Is the New Black, um, and then she's in the new Sisters movie. So I don't know. She's like, who is she in Orange Is the New Black? She plays she plays McCullough. She just came in on season four. So she, oh, I know who that is. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. and what's Kurt's show you're talking about? Stand ups. He's got a new show coming out on Comedy Central that's like his sitcom. And then like she plays Karen of all people, which is oh, that's funny, hilarious. <laughs> right. And right, so right, we've right. gotten to spend a lot of time with Karen to like see what's in her mind so that she could play her. It was really kind of funny. But you're back into it already. Yeah. yeah. This guy's meant to be. In- some guys are like that. That's yeah, like some guys I, are like that. I talked about that today in therapy. I keep talking about therapy. This is not making me Well, you me can certainly tough. talk about therapy. Uh, no judges here. Yeah, but I my my therapist was like your system. The black people don't do therapy. Absolutely no. not. Yeah, no. Are there not. black no. therapists that like? Yes, there are. Okay. I was I seen a black therapist, and the black therapist was talking to black people, and trying. She was trying to recruit. Uh, for whoever they, she was like, I'm a black therapist. You going to a white therapist? So she played the race card mm. with other therapists. Being a black therapist, she didn't think that black people should go to white therapists when she was there. Well, I'll be honest yeah. with you. I, uh, I first question I asked my therapist, I said, I asked him, Are you Jewish and are you gay? And he said, No. And I would, because I would have walked the fuck out of there. If he was Jewish or gay? If he was, I'm sorry. I asked him if he was Jewish. I asked if he was gay. He is Jewish and he's not gay, so it was okay. Because I figure I want somebody that can think that thinks like me, okay. that knows as much as possible what it is to be me, and is you know, but not crazy. 
No, but like I want to do that. <laughs> It's not crazy, you know. So you, I don't you, want a dude to be thinking to himself as I'm complaining this fucking Jew, and and I don't want to. <laughs> oh my god! If, if he's a professional, he's not. I don't trust anybody. What's wrong with you? Anti-Semites are everywhere. Oh my god! And Keith knows what I'm talking about. You don't want to. You don't want to say deep shit to a white dude that's going to be like this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Keith, you agree with me, right, Keith? I, Go to some no, white therapist. No, I understand and, you, but I don't agree with you. All right. I understand. That is you. absolutely, I, I don't even have any words. And, and, and I don't want a gay dude that there might he might risk sexual, you know, because that can happen between a patient and a doctor. Wait a minute. Oh, my God. You're homophobic? Not homophobic at all. What is that? Uh, the same reason that I, I'm not homophobic any more than, Karen, than uh, Kristen doesn't like men because she won't have a sleepover with me. All right? He what? just doesn't want I, gay people uh, talking to him. No, no, no. No, <laughs> no you understand yeah. the, the relationship between a therapist and a patient. Can the feelings develop sexual attraction? I don't want the even possibility. Wait a minute. Even the possibility that he's have masturbating to There's me a couch right there. I know Wait what you're talking about. Are you even if it's a one in a hundred shot, I don't want to, uh, that. What do that you feel? Do you feel like you can be attracted to that guy? I No, because I'm not a homosexual. But I had a female oh. therapist once. And yeah, you're damn right. I jerked off to her. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but that's where the way it happens. The doctors don't fall in love with the patients. The patients. The patients fall for the doctors because they're like the people that have it all figured yeah. out. So unless yeah, you I'm have your like questioning, you don't get it, man. I'm charming as a motherfucker oh. in therapy. Oh Jesus, Dan, you gotta I get you gotta get more than like I wouldn't go there. Like I don't want somebody to fall in love. Like, you short fat bastard. They, if the therapist thought that I was, they would probably get cursed out. <laughs> Hey, at least let me get in shape. Let me get a six-pack before I say it first. You know what I mean? Let me build something that they could go, yeah. yeah. Well, but... If I take I, my shirt off, I don't think you, you, haven't been li- you haven't even been listening to me. I, I'm hearing you. I'm just saying. I, I lay down such a, a charm because I'm funny. I tell funny stories. Dan, listen to me. I've seen your charm. Yes, sir. All right. And he's not <laughs> falling for you. <laughs> well, anyway, I do think there's something to be said, all half-kidding aside... About a therapist that can get into your head the best way possible, and I think that's somebody that's as much like you as possible. I just like the idea that like most people go to therapy to talk about their what's wrong with them, and yeah. you go there to be impressive. Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't, go, I don't go there to be impressive. I'm I, I I'm impressive where I go. You understand the difference? Okay, I get it. All right, I get it. No, Dan, because I, I am that motherfucker. I think this sounds like a plan, Dan. This sounds like Dan has a Hence plan. Hence, therapy I'm go has there. not worked for him yeah. very well. I'm going to. This, I'm going to show this therapist. First of all, don't special. you want to go yeah. to a therapist that can present like alternative ways of perceiving things? Or I mean, why do you I want, want to go all- to someone that's just like you? If, you're, if get you into, have issues, that person. Because I mean, he's got to get into my head. You see, but that's well, to let I you gotta, know that issues aren't race related; it's life related. Yeah. So what you do, everybody does. Well, it's not like oh, only a Jewish guy would do it like this. No, no, not that only a Jewish guy would do it like this. <laughs> but you know, like I said, Niles. Well, whatever. We've been we've been down there anyway. I'm serious. I want. I would rather pay your the money that I pay now, your my therapist, therapist. Is American Indian? No, my therapist <laughs> is a, my therapist is a sweet Jewish woman, and um, she. She's great. I mean, she's really great. But I, I think I should just pay Keith to be my therapist. Damn right. <laughs> you should. Give it, you'll, you'll be fine. After I get through with you, you'll be on your money. You understand that? On your money. Wait, what were you just, no you more were... announcing girlfriends. I am now with blah, 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 blah. blah. What are you doing? <laughs> Make an announcement. Tonight. Well, 
<laughs> do, do you, raise your glass. <laughs> do you do you find it? I know you're not dating her because she's a successful uh, performer, but do you find that exciting to be uh, um, in that mix? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's really fun. I've never dated a comic before, and I've never really dated anyone in entertainment, and it's kind of fun. I mean, it's nice that we hang out late at night, we write jokes together, it's fun. So I she does stand-up, that's oh, her main bag. Jesus, wait a minute. Now you're writing <laughs> jokes together? Well, Pete, you are making me <laughs> sick. <laughs> Kristen, you better come on in on this. You come on in, Kristen, and give me something, because you know Pete is annoying me right now. <laughs> I know, he's really, you're really, the button's about to pop right <laughs> off his shirt. <laughs> well, that's because of my fat gut, but other than that. No, he's boiling. He's boiling. I'll lend you one from mine. It's the same shirt. It's fine. No, but I will say that. That's so funny. Um, I think one of the... I'm recently married. I got married in October. Congratulations. Much, much to Keith's dismay. Um, thank you. Keith. But I think... And I, I feel that I have a really good relationship, whatever. But I think one of the keys is you have to have your own shit. Like, you have to be... You know, like the the Venn diagram with like the two circles and the thing in the middle. And if you get two, this is my opinion, but you're right. Two yeah. like writing jokes and everything is like this, this, this. I mean, that's gonna get suffocating after a while. For uh, me, it well, would. Yeah, I, I, I think for you it will, and yeah. maybe for Keith it would. But that's there are said, couples me, that would. work together. Um, Stiller and Mira worked together, and and that they were a tremendous couple. They. Went the distance. When you're in a relationship, here's the thing you got to do. You got to make sure you're not a creature of your own bad habits. Yeah. In other words, what you did in the other relationship, you got to watch for this relationship to make sure you're not doing the same thing over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. So how? And from what I just just the the, the name announcement, what bugged me so much about <laughs> it is I know that's what you do. Oh, it yeah. has something to do with a trail, but it's a bad trail that you're going on. And I think you just, like she said, find what you do and let, let your woman worship you and what you right. do. Have confidence in you and Pete Lee and what Pete Lee does. And they should be, I guarantee you, to whoever the girls are, I am now with Pete Lee. I guarantee that's not happening. <laughs> so I'm going to bring her on the show, yeah. see if she announces <laughs> you. Yeah, honey, please announce me. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. You're, you're right about the suffocation thing. Because, like, I'm, I mean, one of the things that I'm really working on is, like, like I have to take, like, active steps in my day to be, like, don't text her right now or don't call her or don't whatever. Because, like, 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 she's the one, like, like I, you can't suffocate me. Like, if you try to suffocate me, I'll be, like, there's still Yay! air in the bag. <laughs> like, this feels good. I love this. I love to be suffocated. And you needy son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. That's, like, that's so me. And so, like, I have to actively do conscious things during a day because every part of my soul is like, ah, text her right now. And <laughs> like, but how, how, how long with your wife, with your ex-wife, were you together before you proposed to her? Uh, we were together for six years. Oh, okay. Oh, so it was okay. a while. Yeah. If, if Emily asked you to marry her tonight, what would your response be? Ah, yes! Oh, my God, yes! <laughs> I can't wait! I'm gonna, let's call people no. right now. Just he asked me if I wanted to marry her and I want to call my mom. Oh my God! <laughs> I tell you, the no, guy. It, 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 Th this, you, they could not be like two more opposite people yeah. sitting next to each other but wearing the same shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's so insane to me. I love, I love this. Keith, Keith's shirt is actually way cooler than mine. What it, kind of shirt is that? Do you know? Uh, I don't know. Because I want to go get that shirt because I like that one better. <laughs> Pete, I haven't seen your act in a while. Are you like squeaky clean on stage? I mean, I'm pretty clean. Uh, I yeah, I mean, because my. 
my whole persona is like, like my point of view is like, it sucks to be nice, you know, like it's oh, great I for everybody you. else around you, but it oh, sucks okay. for that person. And so like, if I do, if I am dirty. Oh my God, we got another dude with red and black Monroe. Oh my Martin. God, this is really just the has red and black check, check his, um, Red and black plan. Checkerboard. Uh, but yeah, I, I just think. Um, so so you, you're a friend of Ryan Hamilton's, help. are you? Yeah, I gotta set you two up. If not, no. I we uh, one time we lived together for like two weeks. That's in like a nice explosion. I know, I know. We like Indianapolis used to have that condo. The that neighbors the were complaining that everybody was so polite. Oh my god, it's just compliments. <laughs> All really? day after wow. you, no after you, no. I insist, no you. <laughs> Remember those two chipmunks? Oh, indubitably. No, I couldn't. No, please. <laughs> well, I never want anyone to feel bad. My best friend today, he said to me, he goes, dude. You're annoyingly nice. And I was like, mm, high five. <laughs> but he's right. Like, I'm your friend that I'd be like, I'm going to get your sister pregnant. And then, you know, just like be there for her. <laughs> but I think that I'm this way because I, um, I got picked on constantly growing up because I had horrible hand-me-down clothing. It was the worst, like, seventh grade when I was the same size as my mom. <laughs> That's a true story. My best friend had a leather jacket. Do you know how cool it is? I had a sweatshirt with a kitten yawning <laughs> that said, I don't do mornings. <laughs> right? My mom was like, do you know what would go great with that? I'm like, yeah, karate lessons. Because <laughs> right now I'm dressed in drag, but as a lady approaching menopause <laughs> who doesn't do mornings. <laughs> In eighth grade, my mom signed me up for that Big Brothers, Big Sisters of America program because I had no strong male role model in my life. And you know who that ticked off was my dad. <laughs> Who's an interior decorator. <laughs> yeah, my dad gave me my Y chromosome, it's just mine was in cursive. <laughs> okay. But uh, I do have a wife who like, exists and everything. <laughs> Yeah, but her name is Jamie, and that's like a dude's name. Like, I have to, right? I have to be in bed with her, like, oh, Jamie, right? <laughs> that's like being like, oh, Rick, right? <laughs> so we started giving each other cute little nicknames. Like, she nicknamed me Pumpkin Butterbutt. Yeah, so I nicknamed her Sarah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I, uh, I love my wife, but um, she's a New Yorker, so she likes to bust my chops, you know? She talked me into taking Pilates class with her just so she could make fun of me in front of a new group of people. <laughs> we get there, she's like, yeah, my husband's here. I wear the pants in this relationship. I was like, yeah, but I wash them. And just for that little jab, I'm gonna shrink your jeans a little and make you feel fat. Thank you. Thank you. I was like, either that or I'll sew your pockets shut. Because <laughs> I'm a man that can sew and that is sexy, ladies. Oh my God. Oh, I could tear your clothes off and then mend them. And there's a female bodybuilder in our class, and she makes fun of me, too. You know, I wouldn't make fun of her, but she's just, she terrorizes me. She'll be like, what's up, girly man? And I'll be like, what's up, man? <laughs> yeah, her name's Tiffany, but I nicknamed her Greg, <laughs> right? 
but I'm pretty sure she's stronger than me because her weights are 30 pounds and my weights are purple. <laughs> That's not manly at all. Like, dude, what do you bench? Uh, Violet. <laughs> but I max out a magenta. <laughs> and I, I love being married, but I'm so sick of the people in my life that have been married for way too long and they're unhappy telling me about how scary marriage is gonna get. My grandfather's like, you know, Pete, marriage is not a sprint, it's a marathon. I'm like, well, I've run a marathon and I was only happy when it was done. <laughs> right? Yeah. At least when you finish a marathon, they give you bagels, right? And a sweet t-shirt. Why don't they have that for divorcees? Like, marriage finisher. <laughs> Right, because then when all your friends are like, oh, sweetie, what happened to your marriage? You're gonna be like, uh, I completed it. <laughs> and if I could give some advice to the, to the new people, you're dating someone newly, don't ever tell your new person your horror stories about your ex person. When my wife and I first got together, she was like, oh, I hate Brad. You know, like, Brad cheated on me and he broke up with me on my birthday and like, one time, Brad took me to the middle of Nebraska and he just left me there. I was like, ooh, I hate Brad. If I ever see this guy, knuckle sandwich, right? <laughs> but now that we've been together for like seven long years and I realize what a miserable like, mm, she can be, I'm like, God, I love Brad. <laughs> I have so many questions for this guy. Like, why Nebraska? And not Alaska. And how'd you get out, Brad? And when's her birthday? Get Robert Kelly over well, here. So he can life coach me? Yeah. Hey, well, Robert, I, I don't you, you need life coaching from Robert. I yeah. spent a week it's in Tampa I think he's with on the right track. He's I, not on the right track. I think Keith needs yeah, some support, Robert. Keith. Hey. Sit down, Bob. They're, they're life coaching me right now, this, and I need this you. This nice son of a bitch is infuriating me. Well, let me tell you something about this guy. He's a triathlete. <laughs> oh, Pete Lee uh, Yes, he he's, uh, swam in the uh, Hudson River. I ain't asked you to be the guy from Sports Center, stupid. <laughs> I said, help me life coach this idiot. Well, okay. Well, I don't know if he's an idiot. I think he's a really sweet guy. I was in a hot tub with him. What? Um, this let me, is not going the way Keith wanted. We were. We were in a hot tub. We were in a hot tub together in, in Uber, Ybor City. Uh, they were looking for a murderer. Helicopters were going over <laughs> our heads. Cops were racing by. And me and Pete had a nice little conversation about life in a hot tub. Oh, yeah. Oh, sweet. And yes. Batgirl Kelly was oh, with yeah, us. Oh, yeah. There was a girl with us. Uh, she was a vegan, and she rescued animals. Yeah. And her and Pete really hit it off, Keith. We hit Pete it up. is with somebody now. Well, it was, a long, it was 10 girl. years ago. This was oh, okay. this was a long, long time ago, but I was with my now ex-wife. Uh, You're not married anymore? Not married oh, anymore. you piece of shit. Fuck him. I'm out of here. What a hunk of garbage you are. I thought you were a nice guy and you couldn't hold it together, you fuck. I'm married with kids. I'm better than you now. You're better than me. <laughs> yeah, Bob is nicer than you, Pete. Hi, Pete. How uh, are you? Wonderful. You got divorced, huh? I got divorced. Yeah, it was. She, she was. She was sick of your hellos and goodbyes and good mornings. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, it was like that Garth Brooks song where the trucker's wife got lonely. She was sick of you making breakfast every day with a peppy. Hey, hon. That's what, this is what Keith is getting at. This is what Keith is getting at. Yeah. How to rough him up a little. Yeah, you got to give him the goon hand every once in a while and drag him out of a mall by their elbow. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? You gotta get, you gotta Out of the outlets? That's right. You, when, there you go, Bobby. This yeah, is what I wanted. That's what I'm talking about. You fucking grind your teeth and have a nice fucking teeth argument in a fucking nail salon. You said fucking 20 minutes fucking 30 minutes ago. Get it done. Get Ming Lao and get it done. See, I would do that, but I'd be like, did I just give you enough disapproval that you love me? <laughs> yeah, you need to fucking grab her hair like a handle in the bedroom. You understand what I'm saying? Bend her over a fucking, uh, 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 a nice uh, armoire. Um, I knew you were going to say armoire. I don't know why. Or credenza. How's that? You like that? I upped the game for Nadamans here, who's a highly intelligent guy, and armoire is not fucking funny enough for him. Credenza would have been his joke. Okay? So I upped it for hey, him. What did you do after way. that? What I do, I, I grab her hair, twist it around my twist fist it. like oh, a handle. Beautiful. And then I pick up, I don't even take the panties off. I take my finger, open it up like a six pack. Okay? <laughs> and I push it in. A little hard, hard, softer, hard, ooh, warm cake. And then we hear the kid crying. I go, let him cry. <laughs> let him cry. Well, <laughs> I say that's one point of view. I, I don't know that that would work for Pete Lee. I do wrap her hair around my fist and, and pull it because she asks, she makes me. Really? Uh, <laughs> I, I think Pete has to go with his strengths, and what you're describing uh, yeah. is just not what he does. What's he no. going to do? Do pottery with her? Yeah. <laughs> well, he has to eat. You know, is he going to juice? <laughs> it's just like stand-up. Gonna you know, you, yeah, they're going to wake up with a Nutribullet? <laughs> he has to go with his strength, and his strength is is the attentive no. nice guy. No, you got to you got to work on your weakness, Dan. No, in a relationship I, I and agree make with your you. weakness a little stronger. Yep. I agree with Keith, and not just because I'm only comfortable agreeing with people. <laughs> you listen to me, Pete. You got to be a little more rougher. You got to be. You hang out with us for a week. All hang right. out with me and Keith for a week. We're gonna school Absolutely. you. Absolutely. We're gonna oh, help Jesus you. Jesus Christ. That's our sitcom. You guys realize that, right? <laughs> look, look at look you at guys Kristen. helping me. Look at Kristen right now. Look at her in the eyes. Look yeah. at Kristen. Look at. I, her. I don't like that. Chris is not the evil Kristen that I know. I, I can't, can't get a word. What does this, this radio made you? Look, I want you, Pete. Look at Kristen right now. I want you to repeat Holy after me. Shit. Yeah. Yo, what's up, bitch? Yo, what's up, bitch? <laughs> Hey, now she's looked away. Look at me. I said, look at me. Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> look at me. I said, look at me. Look at me. Say it again. Even, though, at she, me. even yeah. though she's looking at you, say it again. No, look at me. Look at me. Now say, uh, listen. Listen. L listen. Listen. Not like, listen. don't say it like the solid gold puppet. <laughs> don't. Listen. Listen. Growl listen. at the end. Listen. Listen. Grr. Listen. No, no. Grr. Physically growl. <laughs> Fucking. Listen. Yeah, that's there it right know. there. That oh, you oh, like that? Oh, Look at that. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. It works. Oh my god. Can we high five? Yeah. <laughs> Don't high five him. I, I almost did it, Keith. He's got you. He's a nice guy. I almost gave him a hand hug. Are you, are, uh, Pete, are you a religious guy? Like uh, like uh, Hamilton is is a religious guy. Um, I mean, I was raised Catholic and stuff, and my dad's really religious, but my mom's an atheist, so I'm you're not I'm church an atheist. Going, you're not church going folk. No, I I'm not like. I don't know. Where does this niceness come from? You know, or is it? Just, it's just. It's like it's I would say it's like it, it's close to religion because it's like Midwestern Maybe superstition. Maybe <laughs> it, It's more like like I, I almost like feel like it's bad luck to be mean. Yeah. Hey, I want to know this. Have you ever jerked off in the shower? Yeah. Did you, did you clean it up or did you leave it? 
Oh my god, I jerk it off into my hand uh, and then I carefully dump it into oh, the drain. Oh, that's oh, tough. he does enough. not. Enough is enough. I do. Yeah, I know he does. You have yes, to leave does. it. Let it mix with a hair. And then it goes yeah. in the drain and a month later you pull out a sock and give it to her for Christmas. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh my God! Let Kristen well, talk. Kristen, what 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 do you, you like in a man, and and don't what don't you like in a man? Yeah, but Kristen, no, I but but I'm not. First of all, I'm not a good person. To yeah, she's evil. Yeah, I'm. You evil. could just stop at that. I'm yeah. not a good person. I am a good person. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. Not in the Lord's eye. No, but that's just what I said to him. That it's for me. It would be suffocating. For me, I need like yeah, she that. She needs to be choked. I need that little, you know, that distance. That you know. Yeah, because that's attractive to me is when someone like I don't want to be someone's everything. Like I don't, <laughs> like I don't, like I don't. I want them to be with me because they want to be with me, not because it's like they have this need or you know, like they can't survive without me. Like I need them to be able to hold their shit together. Well, what do you yeah. like sexually though? You like a little aggression, right? Like a little. It depends. Ang- sometimes, sometimes I don't. Well, don't sometimes presuppose that Pete is, is is in the bedroom is not aggressive just because he's a nice exactly. guy. Well, exactly. are you aggressive? Uh, I'm not aggressive. He's whatever she wants. She wants. Him well, I mean, to she be. likes it more sweet. But then, like, if she's been drinking, she likes it really aggressive. And what do you do? What's aggressive to you? Um, I mean, she like. I don't know if I'm telling too much. Yeah, she might get mad don't. at me. Yeah. yeah. She might, she'll probably get mad at me if I talk about it. Oh my god! You if you didn't mention her name, she wouldn't uh, have been mad. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I've been married to my chick for nine years. I've known her for 20. You know what she likes? A nice doggy position. She doesn't want to look at me. She doesn't want to look at you. She yeah. wants to close her eyes and pretend it's somebody else. Channing Tatum. That's, That's what right. She's doing. Well, not chat. Let's not get carried away. Well, uh, uh, Brad Pitt. Maybe uh, Ryan Gosling. Uh, the other Ryan. <laughs> the other Ryan. De- Deadpool Ryan. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> No, she likes to pretend it's Artie Lang in front. <laughs> That's pretty and much. And he does the voice. <laughs> yeah, listen. Uh, hey, Don. <laughs> yeah, look. Hey, Fatso's up for the night. So, uh, what do you say, me, you, and Dan Adam and get it on? <laughs> I got this kid Pete Lee come over too. He'll fucking make us some soup. <laughs> He'll clean up all my jizz. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great impression. It's a good Artie. Yeah, thank you. Great I didn't know you did impression. I don't. It's the only one I do, and I did it by mistake one day. Okay. I smoked too many cigars. Because I've never heard an Artie before, at least not. Uh, well, now every, everybody's well, going to do it, you know, because he. Uh, I was on a Howard, and uh, the guy was crazy. Because <laughs> yeah, my father loved Jersey boys. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's a tremendous... Are you from Jersey yourself? No, I'm from Boston. But, oh, you know, that's right. I mean, I, he's from Jersey. I think oh, Jersey, there's a Jersey guy. kind of a growl. I want to yeah. know if Kristen could date Pete. Could you date she's Pete? She's married. Not from, not no, from I'm just this. saying, for, I know yeah. she's married, but if you... I could, t- but eventually I would, I mean... Would you cheat on Pete? Yes. No, I wouldn't cheat. I would on just Pete. end the relationship. On Pete, not your No, husband. no, I wouldn't cheat. I don't cheat. You don't cheat? No. Oh, there's no need to cheat. You just get out of whatever you're in. No, nah, nobody just gets out. So yeah, you get why one? not? I've never cheated well, in my you, whole you life. You might cheat if you're, if you're satisfied emotionally, but not sexually. Then you might I have cheat. never cheated in my whole you life. You never made up with another man while with a man. No. Look never. at me. Look at me in the eyes and say it. I've never Without cheated in my whole life. Have really? you thought about it? Yes. Yeah, of course. All with right. me. Have you thought with about you. Bob? You have? <laughs> you have? <laughs> that makes me so... What? <laughs> Before I was married, before I you was have, married. right? Did you really? Yeah. She How about sex? About was this with Bobby when it was you know when? Hey, can you not? Leave? She might be a chubby chaser. Why are you <laughs> gonna go old Bobby, but new no, Bobby? Bob, I old wasn't Bob, gonna go. She would definitely. 
Oh, Bob. Yeah, you you would have got it, Bob. You would have got Oh, Bob would have got Kristen. I would have got Absolutely. it in the wah, in the hallway to the wah. <laughs> just before I went up, I would have got old Kristen. I'm, I'm, that, st- I'm wondering, and I say in jest a, a fair amount, uh, that I, I with, with Kristen and I, but I'm just wondering if I had played my cards right. Forget it. Wow. No. Wow. How, no. About, how about good? How about old Dan? <laughs> What's that? Well, old Dan, new Dan. You know, <laughs> is there a difference? I guess Dante Nero peacocking again with all his jewelry. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. The fucking bone, but that's, but the bone what, earring what, wasn't enough. What we're getting at is, I don't know Emily. I don't know what type of. She might just be a sweet girl that likes a sweet guy. I mean, for me, uh, there are such women. I would. Hey. I know myself, and I would walk. I would just by nature Chris, become the man in the relationship. I, and, yeah. You now you've heard you've heard Bobby and Keith's uh, yeah. analysis. Yeah, th- but that's what I like. That's but, the but, energy. But, but I do like. you think that this is a universal for women, as they seem to think? No, it's no, not. We didn't it's say not it was universal. universal. Well, you're saying Pete Lee should behave this way, and he may have a woman that this wouldn't work be effective with. I yeah. think what is universal is, I think a woman likes to feel protected with a man. I think that's universal. Yeah, I mean, I, she definitely wants. A lot of what you guys are talking about, and like I'm working on it. She bought me a book called "The Way of the Superior Man," and it's all about all this stuff. Bingo! Oh my God. And that I read is. It, I, I got to go. I, I literally have to go. <laughs> Pete, I love Pete. He's making me physically ill. I, I, he made me I, ill. I, I love Pete. Down. I love there you. There you go. But I, your, 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 your. No, I feel like voice. I need to be like your life coach. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like I need to be like your woman, like your woman spirit whisperer. No. Or we whatever. need to get him a hooker. No, no, no. I don't need a hooker. I, no. I just... No. You need you know, a nice women, tranny. I just some need women, a... He needs a good tranny with some brass nice, knuckles. A nice tranny with a whip. <laughs> so, some women like to be, you know, sort of in the power position. They like a man, uh, a softer guy. I mean, she's a, she's definitely a very strong woman. But like that being said, it doesn't... If Even if you're a strong woman, you need your man to be strong. Correct. And like, but it, the problem is that like I'll get strong and I, I'll back off for a while... And then she'll come at me and she'll be like, she'll be like, well, why didn't you text me or call me for that day or that whatever? And I'm like, because that's what you like and I'm trying to do that. You don't tell them that. You just say, yeah. oh, I you was just, busy. You say, yes. I was busy. You don't fucking tell them that you were being cool. Right. And you, well, you, you think that really this is the reason that your, mar- your, your marriage didn't work is because you didn't behave in the way that, they're suge- that, Keith, that Keith and Robert are suggesting? It could well, be. I think it was more I because go. I was gone all the time. Okay. Thanks, I love Robert. you. You're a sweet guy. But you're going to die alone. <laughs> well, you know what, Pete? If you die alone, you won't be the only one. Yeah. Half the people that work here will be dying alone no, but as well. We can I... all die alone together. I yeah. just want to say that this, this upsets me, this conversation, because you Keith, are a really Keith seemingly... and Bobby just left, and now we're going to have some intelligent adult conversation. <laughs> that was very funny and interesting. They're amusing characters. But now let's yeah, get let's get down to it with some with some real analysis here. But that does upset me because Pete is seemed I've just met him, but it seems like a very nice, good. Never met a sweeter man, n- except for yeah. Ryan Hamilton. And it's it's gonna and be Hamilton your undoing. may not be on the level. Hamilton. One thing about Pete is the difference between Pete and Ryan. Ryan might be snap at any moment. Yeah. And Pete, I I don't think it, I think is more legitimately yeah less in danger of snapping and but. No, I mean, at least I'm dealing with my issues and I'm I'm letting some of that steam out yeah, with therapy yeah. and whatever. But I don't like, feel like I, there's got to be some steam in Ryan. I don't feel he's letting it out. Yeah. I, I feel like I might be a little bit more. Well, Ryan is very self-knowing, but, you know, I mean, he's I don't know. I, I'm trying well, to change. 
is what I'm saying. But and you ha- but there you Chad, also but have to come to a, a, a point where you th- well, you think about what you are not going to change. Like but, you just are that way. Yeah. You got to you got to you know, play your, I mean, you got to play with your strengths. As I had said. Now yeah. and 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 you, now your wife. You, I mean, again, do you, you you think that this has anything to do with? You know, uh, she might not have just been the woman for you. I mean, it definitely. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I think that in the end, we were very different, and we shouldn't have been together. And I can't believe that it lasted. The therapist said that if I wasn't on the road so much, mm. that it would have never lasted that long. But okay. it was it was because we had so much distance. So I mean, a lot of the things, like you know, so how the distance you're li- in this case helped your marriage. Yeah, I mean, like you know, like Kristen, you know how you were saying that you need space in a relationship. Well, like my like I'm very very sweet and loving. And then my space is like I leave, you know, like I physically leave the state to go to her. So that's one of the things that like has balanced that out a little bit for me. But I've been uh, since I met my new girl, I've, I've gotten an agent and I've been auditioning. So I've been home in New York more. So like I guess this is almost the first time in my life that I've had to like address this in a relationship because I've it's the only time that I've actually been around enough for a girl. to. Go She's home. also in New York. Yeah. That's, OK. Yeah. But. So I yeah I mean it's it's funny I mean I don't see all these these guys with all their answers and all their machismo, you know having necessarily in most cases uh, relationships that are working. Well, Bobby has a good marriage. Bobby I mean, has a good marriage. <laughs> Keith Robinson, I don't know when the last well, time Keith he was in any just, kind of a relationship. He's just gonna be. Now we got the ultimate <laughs> alpha male over here, Dante Nero. I don't know if he wants to sit down and say hello. You want to talk about alpha male? Yeah. This is the ultimate alpha male right here. Who knows how to keep a bitch in line? Yeah, and and, and and gives lessons on it. Can you? Would you mind sitting and, and giving Pete a, a little? A little therapy. But again, I don't know that Pete needs therapy. I'm just saying these no, are different maybe points he's just of getting, view. He's just getting different. Uh, he, uh, yeah. Pete, he, this is a man. This is Dante. Now, you know Dante? I know Dante. Oh, how are you? This how is a man. Uh, Pete Lee. Dante is a man that is opposed to everything you stand for. Really? He, yes. <laughs> he treats women like. Queens. Is, is he opposed to it, or just that's just how he it was? Is he, he, it, is it he's how just he was a nice raised? Guy. He's, he's just, a just nice guy. Yeah, treats women like a princess. Yeah, I mean, uh, how's I, that work out for you, though? Oh, it's terrible for exactly. me. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and probably terrible for them because that's not actually what but they you're, want. But you're in a so, loving relationship absolutely. right now. Yeah, I, I mean, we're, we're, her and I, I, I mean, we're very much in love. But like, I, she's been telling me, and my therapist has been telling me, and friends have been telling me, like, dude, you gotta. You gotta like man up a little bit and back off and like have more boundaries and. Oh wow! Like, well, his his was interesting. His um, okay. So I I was a male stripper for eleven years. I was a pimp for seven wow, years. This right? Is really that I didn't know about. <laughs> yeah, I did that for seven years. I didn't because really have the stomach. I thought all for... uh, pimps knew each other, but I never heard of you. <laughs> <laughs> but I I um, it was something that I I wasn't really I didn't really have the stomach for it at the time. So what I, I, I worked as a, at a blue-collar job, and I noticed there was a lot of guys who... But you work in the sewer, right? Well, I worked for the phone company, but I worked in the manholes in, in you know, all the splice. I was a splicer, underground splicer. And there was a lot of dudes who made a lot of money, because it's a good job, it's a good blue-collar job, who got married and then had no control over their marriages. So they were asking for permission for... For sex and they couldn't go out and they couldn't go out drinking and and it, and it was insane because it just seemed to me like the women were just as unhappy as they were because I think um, I think what I've learned with time is that um, the attraction of women um, there's a, there's two things I think there's an, an instinctual drive where women viscerally find a man attractive 
And then there's what I call a social contract, which is marriage, monogamy, all of those things, those, those constructs that we create on a social level. Um, and we feel, I think as human beings, we feel as though we have uh, kind of evolved past those instinctual drives. But the way, you know, human beings have been on this earth for 200,000 years. Any species only survives when the woman chooses the right mate. If a woman chooses, if the female aspect of any, any species chooses the wrong mate, the proper DNA is not pushed forward into the next generation and they go extinct. So the, those visceral things that uh, women find attractive about alpha males and stuff is built into, the, it's actually built into the DNA. And I think with the whole feminist movement where the feminist has gone like batshit is that they're not taking into consideration that these these sex these gender roles are built it's built into our DNA. Two hundred thousand years of this. This is how women find men. So so you'll find a woman who will uh, find a guy who rides a motorcycle, who's got a scruffy beard, kind of the bad boy thing, and, and viscerally she finds him attractive because he makes her feel safe. And so safety is an issue because when a woman becomes pregnant, even if she's not, even in, in, the, in, in the construct of their relationship, that the, the construct is not that she's trying to be pregnant, but it's just in the back of her head, this guy makes me feel safe. At any point in time when I'm vulnerable, mm-hmm. which, which the most which, vulnerable... Which is what Keith was, and Robert were saying before, that there's that safety there's, thing. There's mo- it, when they're right. most vulnerable is when they're with child. Yeah. They need to know that the mate is a viable mate that can keep them safe. And when you're overly sensitive, and you're overly sensitive even to their feelings, you're not decisive. Your indecisiveness reads as beta male weakness, and it makes them feel unsafe. So you have to make these, you have to be decisive and define what your masculinity is. Otherwise, she's just not going to feel safe. And even if you have a loving relationship and it, it, you know, it feels good because you're a great guy, eventually she will feel unsafe because you're not decisive and you're too nice. And then she either screws some other dude or she leaves Mm you. Wow. And I just, I want to pull out some, that was a very, that well, was amazing. That was a great argument. Professor. Um, was yeah. Cool. I was not expecting that when Dante did that. I thought he was, I mean, that was a reason. Not, and not a from a former pimp analysis. I thought he was just going to talk about, you got to smack these bitches. But I think what's really important. But like, of course, if that I, was a subtext. To pull out one piece of what you just said, which is kind of what I was getting at before, but you put it much better, is defining your masculinity. Sure. Yeah. And that's what I think you have to decide what makes you masculine and you have to really stick to that and you can't you can't um look to the female for how am i going to show you that i'm she doesn't you know want what you i to mean like you kind of yeah. have to that makes her feel establish that makes her that feel way. ultimately the most uncomfortable thing right and when, a, when, a, when you know you go out and a girl says you go hey well you, you're hungry you want to go she wants you to go Get in the car. Let's go. Right. Well, where are we going? Just be quiet. I got this. We'll, we'll got and she's it. like, right. oh, okay. Right. And, all, and so even in the context of maybe she might be consider herself a feminist or something, it touched something yeah. visceral, visceral in her mm-hmm. that this guy is in control. One of the things that I tell, I have a, I, my podcast is a beige Phillip podcast. I used to do it with Patrice O'Neill. It was the black Phillip podcast. We did it on Sirius with, on ONA. And then I picked it up and started. But I... I wanted to be able to escalate the, the discussion further than where we had taken it. And one of the things that I say is that a, a man, you, as a man, you must put your happiness first because your happiness 
includes her happiness. Mm -hmm. So as a man, as we define ourselves as men, uh, being a man means our ability to provide for our family, to provide for our children, to provide for our mates, and the things that we like to do. If you put her happiness, her happiness is based on what emotionally she thinks her desires and her needs are right now. Your happiness, because your ability to provide is directly connected to your manhood. Mm -hmm. A man who's unable to provide and take care of his family is not a man. That's how we, societally, that's how we... Mm -hmm. So if you put your, your happiness first, your happiness includes hers because you can't just be happy knowing that your woman is unhappy and that your kids are hungry. It just, it doesn't exist for us. As men, we want to be able to take care of it. So just by putting your happiness first, everybody gets... Now, now when you were uh, pimping, yeah. I had no idea that you used to... We've had, <laughs> no, Dante's a comic, for those listening, I don't know if we, we had made that clear. Of course, comics come from all walks of life. I, I have a law degree. Uh, Pete Lee, I don't know what you used to do. Advertising. Advertisements. Yeah. We've had comics. Uh, yeah, Wally's an engineer. And, uh, Wally who? Wally Collins oh, is an, an engineer. engineer and, yeah. Well, yeah. And, and this is the first pimp that I've met that has gone into comedy. Mm-hmm. Where were you pimping? Uh, I was all up in New York, up and down the East Coast. And what do you think of this Dennis Hoff guy that runs the Bunny Ranch in, in Nevada? I mean, all he did was he just took what guys have been doing for thousands of years, took it to a place that was legal. But my, yeah, and, but my <laughs> point is, is, is that the real pimps... Are not, not are doing it illegally. That, that's where the fun is. But a white guy, a white guy can is. do that. A white guy can find a white guy. pimp is, is obeying the law. <laughs> well, a white guy can find a way to do it, to make it legal. So he just went to a state where it was legal, and he created. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you could have gone a, there, you know. Well, I wasn't. I was. I was a male stripper, and I knew the female. The way I became because a, a pimp doesn't. You don't decide that you're a pimp. A woman... That's what I've always said. Pimps are born, not made. (laughs) Women change you. A woman turns you out. She goes, why don't you... uh, You should... I, I should give because you money. they want that protection and that safety they, they, and even, the even in the context of that even in still, that context so yeah. and even in, as a pimp it, it's you have to be decisive and your decisiveness is what makes you a good pimp like for instance um I never when I was pimping I never just had random sex like I wouldn't go to a party and just pick up a girl and have sex with her because I thought she was cute because it, there's rules so if I'm telling these women uh, you are to have sex for money only, right, or either to, to gain money or to, uh, in, in the context of the game, then I can't do it either. Right. Which means I just can't. Hey, you're cute and we have sex. I can have sex with you if, I want, if I'm trying to get you in the stable. But I just can't have random sex with any girl because I think she's cute. But what did you provide? What service did you provide to these women in exchange for your commission? Every, well, there's no commission. You get all the money. Oh, but I, I like mean, it. but I mean, an escort service is different. Than, but what they lived in a in a house with me, I was their confidant, their friend, their lover, all of those and things. And then you paid the bills, so they didn't and have to I worry about bills, paying bills. And I or what, about them, cli- and what about I, client acquisition? Finding the clients? Yeah. Well, I mean, there was a lot Find of ways it. to do that. I mean, I, I didn't, I, what I used to do when I brought, I would have a girl, uh, she would go to like a convention center and just like, as I was kind of, you know, in, so in a way interviewing her, I would say, I want to see how you handle a social situation. And so she would go to a convention or something or a bar and flirt with men. And then once the guy, she got the guy interested, 
uh, she would go, I'm going to the bathroom, and then, and then I would have another girl just give him a card and say, uh, if you're interested in seeing her, contact this number. And so she actually was creating clientele while I was Scouting interviewing her, her. Yeah. at wow. the same time. So it was, it was like simultaneously it was both going on. Well, Dan is considering a career change potentially. So <laughs> no, this is I, why I, he has I, a lot I, of questions. It's ex- the, it's ex- but it's the business paradigm. That I thought that'd be a funny sitcom. It's like our movie <laughs> that I'm a pimp. But I don't think I would do it in real life. It's, the other thing is it's, it's, exa- it's exhausting because you literally are the emotional... Uh, Girl, yeah. Bridge for ev- for all of them for everything that they need because the minute you are not, they leave because you you nobody. Wait a minute, I thought you weren't allowed to leave the pimp. Yeah, they, nobody can make a, a, a prostitute pimp- stay with the pimp. They mm-hmm. stay. You, you know, it's just it's sort of like. Um, but a good you know, pimp that knows what he's doing that's worth his salt. Knows she's how to not manipulate she, she's a not woman she's not psychologically. Yes, I'm saying. I always say it's like pigeons. Like in New York, we fly pigeons, right? So people fly pigeons, but you have a coop, it's warm, there's food, but you let them fly. Yeah. And then they come back, and even though the, even, so even though the cage is open, they, they come back to the cage, and they stay in the cage. So it's, just, it's, it's understanding what a woman needs to, to, fee, to be fulfilled, and you constantly have to be what open to that. What could we get? Wait, can I ask you one question oh, go ahead, before go I ahead. forgot? Because yeah. this is always... Um, been, I've always been curious about. Um, are the women like? Were there any quote unquote normal women? That they're became, all normal. Like they're, they're not people that are like damaged are, or with are, daddy some issues. Some are, some of them are not. It just depends. It, the the real measure of the pimp is to understand what this woman, uh, it, what she needs, what she needs in her life, what she's missing. And I mean, we're all missing things as as men, as women, whatever. But it's understanding those cues and understanding what those things that, that you need. And each one wants something, is looking for something totally different. So it's funny, even when you, you know, it, it's so counterintuitive because, you know, people are like, okay, this is, but they don't understand the, 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 the gravity of to do that to me. I, at my best, I had 12 women at one time. Mm-hmm. So to do that is so, you have to know each woman intimately on so many levels, right. emotionally and all kinds of... So what's interesting is that you see people with, you know, who have regular square, what I call square relationships, and the guy knows nothing about his woman. He has right. no idea what turns mm-hmm. her on, what doesn't turn her on. And, and then you have this whole thing about this whole feminist movement about we don't... We, this, 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 this. But then Fifty Shades of Grey comes out and millions of women run right, out yeah. to mm-hmm. watch this guy fake rape this girl for two and a half hours. Right. So there's something, <laughs> there's something deeper going on that mm-hmm. somebody's not tapping into. No, it's true into. because when I'm, what you're, yeah. you're with your relationship, you know, you would, people, I think, just assume like all these girls are... Something's wrong with them, but they could be just someone that you might date, or yeah. you, someone yeah. might date. You know, I mean, there's a here's a. What I explain is pimping is a, this was this was after I stopped pimping. I had a girl I was dating, and I had one of those standing lamps, and the little plastic thing on the standing lamp broke. So every time I wanted to turn the light on, I had to get a pliers or to, to turn it. So one day I go home. One day I go home and. Uh, um, and I and she she came in, came to my house and I go to turn the light on because I just have to pull the plug out. I came to put the light on and there was a little plastic, it was fixed. And I go, where did the where I, this, the light was broken? What happened? She goes, oh, I went to the store. She went to a store. 
She went to Macy's, found the light, stole the <laughs> thing <laughs> off. Oh my and god. Then, that's I'll put it back. That's pimping. Because she doesn't want me to hurt my fingers in the context of turning the light on. So I mean you don't really think of it in that, but that's the kind of dedication that that, that her pleasing me is the most important she thing. She couldn't replace the light because you had all the money. Right. So. right. Well, <laughs> wow. well, I mean, this was, well, yeah. this was actually afterwards, so she could have, but it was just, <laughs> it's that kind of, ment- it's yeah. the mentality. Oh, I'm going to go. Yeah. I know we got to go, but do I, do I have time to ask Dante yeah, one more yeah. question? Sure, you do. So yeah. um, here's the thing, like, you're, you're talking about, like, you, you find out what the woman needs, and um, and I feel like with, I feel like with my woman, that's, yeah, I'm calling her my woman. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I found <laughs> it's already out, changing. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I found out a lot of what she needs, and I try to give her what she needs. But then, like, I'll go now, over the question, that line. My question is, so. what she needs or what she wants? Um, oh, that's a good, yeah, it's probably a lot of what she wants. And that's not, see, the, the uh, like, there's a, Women, have, we don't know what we want. That's number one. Right, <laughs> as Sometimes you, we need people to tell us. Right, it, yeah. it's, it's, you know, you know, what do you want to eat? And what right. It, it needs like, to oh. be a, a multiple choice. Or if you make the decision in front of them, it's even better. But what, what's really interesting is that I, I have all these little sayings that everybody, so you can remember all the rules that I do on my podcast. Okay. Which is one of the things I say is a woman gives you shit to make sure that you are the shit. Meaning... She chooses you as this, as this viable mate, but she gives you shit so that you can put her in a place and say, are, are you out your fucking mind? But when you create those boundaries, she finds you more attractive because she goes, you're going, this is what my value is. You don't decide what my value is and you'll treat me as according. If you, if you fail the test and you give, give, then every time you do that, she finds you a little less attractive. Fuck. He's talking about my life. <laughs> oh, my God. Surreal, Pete. You no, know, but, you know what? So but this is, this is, I mean, this is happening because I, this, this was supposed to happen. Right. Like, it's not like a Good. religious thing, but like the yeah. universe was like, Pete, you need to sit down with people that have wisdom Thank and you. you need to hear it. And it's because well, it would be, like I was saying before, it will be a shame to, for your persona to not have happiness because you are a good right, person a good yeah. and it's and it is a shame that nice guys finish last minute and it's because they don't they, they need don't, you need that they, little how it's to funny, stand I, your ground i yeah. was doing my podcast some guys listen to it. it's the beige phillips show it's on itunes you can check it out um but i was getting so many emails and questions and so on and so forth i started doing a one-on-one consultations so I a do, very reasonable fee, Pete. Yeah, absolutely. How I much do, do you charge for your consultation? I, I might take you up on that. Uh, how much you got, I do 150 bucks an hour, uh-huh. and you hit me at savemedante at gmail.com. You hit me, tell me what the problems. I call you back, and we fix, and I fix it. All right, I. I like, think we need. I think you need a save me, Dante. <laughs> I think I actually need one of those. Well, That's pretty great. You know, uh, you and Dante can decide whether you wish to go forward with that. We we do have to go. And I want to thank Pete Lee. This is a very interesting show. <laughs> Pete Lee, uh, if you have anything to plug, plug. Um, go on my Twitter, uh, Pete Lee Tweets. At Pete Lee Sucker. At Pete Lee Tweets, <laughs> yeah. Uh, my Instagram is Pete Lee Sorry. <laughs> that of far course. Um, uh, uh, you can see me at the Village Underground on Friday. Well, you're getting a lot more trim than I am these days. Oh, God. Uh, Dante Nero. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I have the base. He's Phil- got his base. Philip Show. Show. If you want one-on-one consulting. Yeah, save me, Dante, at gmail.com, or you can hit Dante. me on at Dante Nero. All the information the is there. The alpha male in you. Bringing out the alpha male in you yeah. since since 2005. One more thing yeah. to plug. Go see my girlfriend's movie, Sisters, on December 18th. 
<laughs> I want to see that anyway. And, I don't uh, really good. And yeah. our uh, see, the inimitable you sh- you should not be plugging inimitable. your girls' movie. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's what I wanted. That's what that's I wanted. That's the last. By the way, that's the last free advice you're going to get from Dante. <laughs> from now on, it's 150 an hour. That's right. Chris Montella. Yeah. Always a pleasure. You too, Dan. Yeah, yeah. It was a good show. Uh, it was a fine show, and thank you, everybody, and we'll see you next time. Good night. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>